Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are going to be talking about podcasting for small businesses. And what's on the agenda is we'll talk about the benefits of podcasting for small businesses, how to start a podcast, the equipment and software that you'll need to uh, record it and, and publish it, and then how to actually record, publish, and promote your podcast. And finally, we'll end up with some do's and don'ts of podcasting. So I wanted to start you off with some statistics on podcasting. And and I got to tell you, these really uh, blew me away because it it shows the importance of podcasting and how it's a great vehicle for small businesses to get their message out to not only their current audience, but to a larger audience in general. So here we go. Um, 40% of the population has listened to a podcast and 86% listen to all or most of each podcast episode and listen to an average of five shows per week. Um, 51% of podcast listening is done at home and podcast listeners are much more active on every social media channel, which is really important to us as business owners because if they're listening to our podcasts and they're engaging with us on social media, that's how we're building that know, like, and trust factor, and eventually they will buy from us. And and just to give you an uh, an uh, a, a little bit of a an insight into that, about 94% of podcast listeners are active on at least one social media chat, uh, channel versus 81% for the entire population. And lastly, uh, podcast listeners are more likely to follow companies and brands on social media. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of background and a little bit of impetus as to why you should be brought uh, podcasting or at least start you thinking about it uh, for some time in the future. And for small uh, small businesses, there's a couple of different benefits that you can get from podcasting. And the first one is that you'll build your authority and credibility in your niche. We've always been talking about that no like and trust factor. And part of that has to go um, to your expertise. And with a podcast, you can actually openly share your expertise and that will build that no like and trust factor. And it translates into conversions for your business because people want to buy from those who have that, that authority and credibility. It also helps you repurpose some of your high-performing content. So if you have some blog posts or some other content that you've used in the past that people have really, really liked, then that's a great source for developing a podcast episode. And uh, you can use that podcast episode to repurpose other material if you want. So there's a lot of different things that you can do with not only the content that you already have, but also the content that you create with your podcast episodes. You also create a deeper connection with your audience. Um, 
people hear you differently when you're actually talking to them rather than when they're reading what you've said. So uh, when you're talking, it really gives them an opportunity to connect connect with you and your personality really shines through when they hear, hear your voice and hear the inflections in your voice. So podcasting is a great way for people to actually get to know you even if they're not um, located near you. Uh, And lastly, it helps you to target a bigger audience. So since podcasts are don't have a real location factor involved, people can listen to you either nationwide or or worldwide, and uh, you get a bigger audience that way. So if you're if you're looking to grow your business, you, uh, podcasting is a great way to do that. And also, uh, people, as, as you saw with the statistics, people are more apt to listen to something than they are to read something. And part of that is that they can actually multitask when they're listening. So they may put your uh, podcast on while they're doing some work around the house or while they're commuting or something like that, whereas they couldn't do that and read your blog posts or your social media posts at the same time. So now that we've kind of gone over the uh, statistics and the benefits of podcasting for small businesses, now it's time to start looking at how to start your own podcast. So the first step that you need to do is you need to actually plan your your podcast. And in this step, what you really want to do is you want to answer the who, what, why, when, and how of your new podcast podcast. It kind of sounds like when you were little and you had to do those current events uh, article presentations at school and your teacher said, okay, you have to cover the who, what, why, where, and how uh, of the news event. So we're going to go through those for your podcast. And we're going to start with the why. And I think that this is probably one of the most important features of starting a broadcast is why do you want to start a, a broadcast and what is the purpose and goal of it and how does it fit into your overall business or marketing strategy? I, I suggest that you don't do a podcast just to do it because it sounds like a good idea. Um, podcasting is a lot of work and you don't want to enter this lightly. Um, I, I want to use and throughout this, uh, this episode, I'm going to use some examples from my, uh, my my work in in podcasting and this isn't necessarily a podcast because it's live so uh, my experience has been a little bit different but uh, each week it takes about three to five hours if not more to do some research on each topic and put together the the outline for my podcast so if if you think that you're going to do a podcast on the fly, it's not going to work really well. So just make sure that you're not entering this because you you think it's a good idea and you're doing it on a whim to see how it goes. It's something that needs to be planned out accordingly and um, can be very powerful to your business, but it shouldn't be taken lightly. And um, you might have identified it as a great way to build your authority and provide your customers uh, and provide to your customers and your target audience with valuable and entertaining content. And that's a great way to start a podcast. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted 
to do this was because I I really want to help small businesses with their uh, marketing. And one of the best ways to do that is to just spread the word. And that's what I've been doing throughout the last six months or so um, through marketing that will break the bank. So I encourage you, if that's what you want to do, um, go ahead and do it. The next uh, W that we're going to look at is the who, and that's who is your target audience. And uh, all the time uh, we've been talking about how you need to create your ideal customer avatar, and this is where that's really important as well. You need to hone in on who's going to listen to your podcast and make sure that you're addressing their interests or their struggles as you're planning on what you're going to um have on each episode and what you're going to create each episode around. After the who, you want to look at what, and and we just talked about that a little bit, but you want to talk about what are you going to talk about, and you need to choose a topic or niche that's going to appeal to your audience. Um, it should probably be a little bit general so that you have an opportunity to move around within that that target topic. So for me, it's marketing that won't break the bank, which is talking about tips and tricks for small businesses on a shoestring budget. And um, that could do be anything, and you've seen throughout the episodes that it could be anything from social media to setting up your website to networking, Um, within your community, to building your marketing plan, to branding, and anything and everything that has to do with marketing and how to do it on a limited budget. So you really also want to make sure that you choose something that shows your expertise and gives value. You don't want to choose something that may show your expertise but is so high above your audience audience's level that they don't understand it because they're not going to um, they're not going to listen and uh, there are times when I've had guests on where I've needed to um, slow down and and make sure that they're saying they're explaining everything on a level that everybody can understand rather than using um, uh, industry jargon which is a tendency of all of us in our businesses we all have those shortcuts and those short phrases that we use and you need to make sure that your your uh, audience has a good understanding of those before you start using them all the time and now we're going to move on to the how and, and in this case it's how long should your episodes be um, there's a there's a couple of different um, uh, aspects to this. Uh, You might want to do some short episodes, which are 15 minutes long. Uh, Long episodes are upwards of an hour or more, but the recommendation is usually between 20 and 45 minutes. And you want to make sure that you're not stretching out your episodes um, to just deliver content. And you also don't want to cut your episodes short if the value or the content is there. So if you can say something in a short amount of time, just say it in that short amount of time. If you need longer, just say in a longer amount of time. You want to make sure that you keep in mind that um, your audience, you're, you're working on your audience's time. So don't waste their time um, giving them uh, content that isn't valuable to them or stretching out your content if, if it can be done in a shorter amount of time. 
um, and how frequently should you contact uh, you podcast? It's really up to you, but there are a few things that you want to consider. Um, people do plan their days and weeks out, so if you do a weekly episode, they can count on. Um, they'll build it into their schedules, and even if it's biweekly, they'll build it into their schedule. Um, you don't want to be haphazard about your episodes. Um, your audience just won't be paying attention. So if you decide to do an episode um, one week and, and the next and the next episode isn't for two months later, you're kind of going to lose your audience in there. Um, if uh, you're doing a biweekly or a weekly episode, if that if that really sounds difficult, you might want to consider putting together seasons where you do maybe six to ten episodes and then take a, a break for a month or so and do another six to ten episodes and they can be all around the same theme. And then one of the benefits of that, and I think this is really cool and, and I'm actually, this is a bonus because I, I'm getting ready to do this, is you can turn each of those six to ten episode seasons into an ebook or course. And what I'm doing is I'm taking the first 13 weeks of the pilot series for marketing that won't break the bank and turning that into a, in, an ebook, and it will be available soon. And if you stay tuned, I will talk to you about that and let you know um, what what you can do and how you can get a hold of that. And just make sure that if you do the seasons and take time off, you let your audience know what to expect so that you don't lose them on the off season. And now that you have that kind of early plan put together, the next thing that you need to do is is start thinking about your podcast name. And it's really going to be important because it's what everyone will know you for going forward. And people will need to find you when they're searching for you on this topic. So you want to make sure that you have something in there that's descriptive of uh, with keywords so that they can search for you. You don't want to use your name only because people will say uh, John Doe who. Um, so put your descriptive with your, your name if you want to. And with that, we are going to go to our first break. So when we come back, we'll continue our talk about how to start your podcast. And then we'll get into some com- uh, equipment and software for your podcast. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. 
Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were going through some of the steps to on how to plan out your um, podcast and start your podcast. And we were talking about naming your, epi- your uh, podcast in general. And the second thing that you really need to consider is how you're going to name your episodes. Um, so you really want to be creative about this. And you want to make sure that the episode titles are catchy and make people want to listen in. But you also want to make sure that they're descriptive and searchable, just as your um, podcasts are uh, podcast titles are, um, because they're going to be live in directories. So what I want you to do is I want you to think uh, in terms of um, how to do something, the five steps to do something, um, somewhere along those lines. If you go back and listen to our um, our episode on content is king, I believe that there's some. Uh, topics in there on how to put together those uh, titles or those headlines for your blog posts, um, which will help considerably. And then the next thing that you need to think of as you're beginning to start your podcast is your podcast format. And there's a couple of different uh, podcast formats that you can choose from. Um, The first is the solo show, where it's just all about you. And the benefit is that you don't really need to rely on anyone else to record your episodes and you're building your reputation as an authority on your subject. It's exclusively yours so you can make all the calls um, on sponsorship and monetization and you don't have to split profits with anybody. But again, the challenge is it's all about you and it's only you. Um, It's uh, also you kind of have to get over the feeling that you're you're talking to yourself and uh, realize that you're actually talking to the listener. And and it took me a while to get over that fact that um, I wasn't just talking into a, a microphone into air and, and make sure that I'm, I'm just visualizing the person that I'm talking to right across from me. So the next format that you can choose is a show with co-hosts. And uh, in this case, what you'd be doing is you'd uh, be presenting alongside a friend or a colleague. It's a great way to get over mic fright on uh, recording alone um, or chatting with somebody else. But if you have a a, a co-host, it's a great way to bounce ideas off somebody, debate, or... um, 
or just have a great time together. You need to have that chemistry, though. So if there's tension, that might not work. Um, the, uh, the challenge with this one is that you will need to set up a time to record that fits both of your schedules. And uh, there's also the question of ownership. Um, is it a 50-50 split? Is it a 60-40 split? And what happens if your co-host loses interest or becomes unavailable? What do you do then? And then the third, uh, the third format that I'm going to go over is the interview. And uh, this is a really great way to take the best of both worlds. So you're actually talking to somebody and doing an, an, an and doing that interview gives you an opportunity to chat with someone you've always looked up to or someone that uh, you feel that your audience is going to uh, respond well to or has some expertise that you don't have yourself, but you know that your audience is looking for that information. Um, the challenges, though, are, are that interviewing really is a skill and you need to um, hone in and practice on, on interviewing some people. And you need to constantly be finding and approaching potential guests and scheduling those interviews, um, making sure that they show up. And you also need to work through some of the technology issues of having an, uh, a guest on interviewing them. And there are some other formats that you could do, but I think that these three are, give you a great place to start. And so now that you've you kind of planned out your your podcast and you've chosen the format that you're going to do, um, you're all ready, right? Well, actually, you need to look at some equipment for podcasting that you need to have in place before you actually start your first broadcast. And the first thing that I want to talk about is actually where you're going to record um, your your podcast studio, if you will. And uh, what I would suggest that uh, you find someplace that's quiet. So you want to make sure that um, you don't hear the noisy street or if there's a train going by, if there's dogs barking outside your window. Um, you want to make sure that you have the ability to close windows and and be in a quiet area. The thing is that, um, and, and I've had this happen where I forgot to close the window or I forgot to close the door and the noise can be distracting and it may be picked up by your mic um, and it may be distracting to your uh, listeners. So you also want to make sure that the area, um, you want to test the sound in it so that your voice isn't reverberating off the walls. Um, you know that if you're, if you're in an empty room with no furniture or anything like that, how your voice echoes, you want to make sure that you can avoid that. So you kind of want to scout out where you're going to actually uh, uh, record your podcast from. And then after that, you do want to uh, look at equipment. So the bare minimum would be your computer and the built-in microphone, but the quality of the recording isn't going to be great. So you kind of need to weigh the pros and cons of going bare bones like that or spending just a little bit of money. Uh, I would highly suggest investing in a good USB microphone, and you can probably get one starting around $50 or so. I have a Blue Yeti microphone, which costs about $130 on Amazon, uh, and Blue also has another good microphone called the Blue Snowball, which is about $50. So either one of those 
would work really well for you um, to podcast from. And then the other thing that you want to do is you want to invest in a good uh, set of noise reduction head headset or earphones. Um, I use a Lynx Pro headset, which is about $60 on Amazon. And these actually plug in nicely to my Yeti, which plugs into my computer, and it really makes a great setup. So now that you have your gear, you're going to need some uh, software to actually record your podcast. So if you're doing a solo show, you can download Audacity for free. And it's a really a great piece of software that will not only allow you to record your episode, but it will also allow you to edit it when you're done with your episode and get it ready to be published online. Uh, another good option is Adobe Audition, um, which is actually a paid subscription, and I think it's about $30 per month from Adobe. Um, but if you do have a Creative Suite subscription, it is actually included in there. So um, I think the, um, the annual s subscription or the monthly subscription to Creative Suites is $39 or $49 a month. So now that you have your gear, you'll also need some software. Um, and and we've talked about the software if you're doing solo, but if you are interviewing someone, you can actually do it over Skype, and um, you'll you'll need some software to do that. And for Windows, what I would suggest is that you get MP3 Skype Recorder, which is free, or for for Macs, um, it's eCam, which is E C A M M call recorder and that's about $40 for the license and after you have your uh, software and um, and your equipment set up um, you are going to have to actually start outlining and scripting your episodes so uh, what I would suggest is that you not write out your entire episode to and read it um, it's a podcast is really about having a conversation with your audience, and it may really feel weird at first talking to the microphone like we talked before, but in the long run, having an outline is much better than word for word. And a, a couple of tips, um, I, I want to give you an idea of what an outline may look like as far as the show goes. So, for example, for marketing that won't break the bank, I know that we have four segments, and the first segment is 13 minutes the middle two are 12 minutes, and the last one is nine minutes. And and in between each of the segments, there's commercials, and then there's an intro and an outro uh, at the beginning and the end of the show. And I also have a PowerPoint presentation that has bullet points um, that I'll be speaking about for that day, uh, including the breaks and the comebacks and where they'll fall. Um, I, I do what we're doing here is a little bit different because it, since it's live, I have to make a, adjustments to timing if my timing is off. So you really do need to be a little bit flexible if you're doing your show live. Um, but if you're if you're recording it, what I would do is I would make sure that you have pauses built in so that you can do editing if you want. Um, and, and we talked about how uh, talking into your microphone may be difficult at first, but you'll really get used to it. And when you're interviewing others, you really do want to have that outline so that if you go off track a bit, you can bring your uh, guests back on topic. 
Um, I highly suggest that you meet with your guests first to go over your goals for the show and to put together a simple outline. I've, I've had the pleasure of um, doing interviews with and without an outline and with and without talking to the person beforehand. And I have to say that when you have a general outline, the show goes a little bit better than if you have a, a written out script because, as I said, sometimes your your script may be longer than the time that's been allotted, and uh, you're you tend to try to have to cut off your guest during that time, and uh, it's really hard to interrupt someone who's reading off a script sometimes. And the other thing too is, as I said, I've had some uh, interviews where we've had a general idea of what we're going to be talking about, but we haven't actually had an outline. And then the top, the the conversation either goes completely off topic. Or there's a lot of dead space because um, they forgot that those were the questions that we were going to be talking about. And they actually had to think about the question first before they actually answered the question. So so you really need to make sure that when, when you're putting together that outline, you have a really good idea of each of the topics and each of the segments that you're going to be talking about and the bullet points associated with with those segments and um, how you can uh, divide them so that if you do need to take breaks and you're going a little bit long, you can um, maybe stop a little bit sooner or maybe draw it out just a tiny bit. You don't want to draw it out too much because then you're going to start losing your audience again. And and we don't want to do that. So uh, I highly recommend that you put together an outline and get it all started that way. And with that, it's time for our next break. So when we come back, we'll take a look at what you need to do after recording your show. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, 
Back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we finished up our discussion on how to record your first podcast. So now let's take a look at what to do after you finish and how to start promoting your podcast. So uh, what we're first going to talk about is editing your podcast. So this is where you start bringing everything together. Um, This is where you'll have an opportunity to take out the bloopers, the long pauses, interruptions, uh, add some music, add commercials if you want to, and that sort of stuff. And the best place to start is with your Audacity software and edit from there. And there are several YouTube videos that will help help show you how to do this. Um, Once you get the hang of it, it's really easy to do and uh, it's just going to take you a little bit of time to learn the software and and get ramped up. Um, I do have a note for you on music. Uh, We've talked about uh, images and using stock photos and making sure that you have the rights to use it. And the same goes for uh, music. You can't use just any music. Um, You need to make sure that you have permission to use it or it's uh, royalty free music. And in most cases, what you can do, just like you can for stock photography, is you can pay a one-time fee for the privilege of using a song or or a a piece of music. Um, When you're doing that though, you wanna make sure that you're paying attention to the restrictions Uh, Creative Commons licenses can differ dramatically. Um, In some cases, you may not need to give credit to the artist. Um, In others, you may need to give them credit. And in others, you may not even be able to use the music for commercial purposes. So in most cases, your podcast is probably for commercial purposes. So you really want to make sure that you're paying attention to those. And I have a couple of different resources for you for finding royalty-free music, and those are Incompetech, um, which is I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com, or musicbakery.com. And both of them have royalty-free music, and and, uh, you can purchase it, and you can read about all the uh, restrictions there. The next thing that you're going to need is you're going to need some cover art. And this is really, really important. It's almost as important as your um, podcast title uh, because this is what people will recognize for your podcast. Um, You can pay somebody to do it um, on Fiverr or another freelance site. Or you can actually do it yourself on Canva.com or if you're, if you're good at using uh, Photoshop or Illustrator or another program like that, you could also use those programs. So your cover art really needs to be about 1400 by 1400 pixels. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's JPEG or uh, PNG format, but it does need to be under um, 500 uh uh, kilobytes in size. Um, You want to stick to those specs um, because it'll help avoid any issues in directories and also on iTunes, which is the directory that you actually want to be in. Um, Your artwork will often be um, viewed by potential listeners in a smaller format. So you want to make sure that um, your artwork is clearly readable at about uh, 200 pixels. 
Um, so if you're if you're designing it at 14 by 1400 by 1400, you might want to reduce it down to 200 by 200 just to make sure that that it works really well. And then the next thing that you need um, once you have your editing done and your cover uh, image done, you're actually going to need some media hosting. And uh, while you can host your podcast on your website, it's uh, not a good idea to use your web hosting uh, provider to host your uh, podcasts. And the reason is that the podcast files are so large, it's going to slow down your website dramatically. So the solution is to host your podcasts off site or off your website using a service such as Lisbon, uh, Libsyn, or Blueberry. And uh, it's Libsyn.com. So it's L-Y-B-S-I-N.com or Blueberry, which is not spelled like Blueberry. It's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. And this is where using either one of these services is where your audience will, um, uh, it will allow your listeners to listen, download, and subscribe to your podcast because that's another thing that you're going to need is an RSS feed. And both these services will um, produce that automatically. Um, You can then have uh, you can either have a website based in in those two hosting providers I believe both of them give you a free website or you can actually host it on your own uh, website um, and if your website is actually if your website is uh, WordPress based both Lisbon and blueberry have plugins that work with them and work really well with them and then once you've created your show in your media host you're going to be able to submit it to the uh, to listed directories where listeners can discover, uh, subscribe to and download it. And the top three um, uh, places where you can submit your podcast for publishing are um, iTunes, obviously, and uh, it's a complicated process and it could take a while for your, um, your podcast to be accepted by them. But there are, um, there are step-by-step instructions by Apple um, on how to submit it, and, and those instructions are pretty good. Um, but if you and, and if you submit it there, um, a lot of the other podcast directories will pick it up from iTunes. Um, so that's the first place that I would submit your podcast. Um, the next place would be Stitcher, um, and Stitcher is the second largest podcast repository, if you will, and you can um, get yourself listed on Stitcher by going to um, www.stitcher.com slash content dash providers, and you can follow the instructions there on how, how to go about all that. Um, you'll need your cover image. You'll, you'll need the um, web address for your uh, podcast, which is what you'll get from uh, Libsyn or uh, Blueberry and your RSS feed, and you'll get those from there too, as well as a description and that sort of stuff. Um, and the third place that you can submit it would be Google Play Music. And the, and the place that you can go for that would be play.google.com slash music slash podcasts slash publish. And the instructions are there, and you can just go through those and um, 
take a look at them and, and just submit it the same way that you would for Stitcher um, and, and iTunes. Um, and, and really, that's what you need to do to, to plan your uh, or to promote and, and publish your uh, podcast. So there's a couple of other things that I want to go over that will give you some tips for planning out a year of podcasts. And you, you really want to start doing this because then you're not sitting around. If, if you're doing a weekly show, you're not sitting around and saying, okay, what am I going to talk about next week? Okay, my, my podcast, is, I'm, I'm recording my podcast today. What am I going to talk about in the future? So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you get out your calendar and you look at what holidays are coming up and what special events uh, may be coming up for you that could affect your publishing. And when I'm talking about holidays, um, I, if there's something that uh, your audience is, is uh, interested in regarding the holidays, so for example, a couple of weeks ago we talked about um, how to uh, market your business or your products and services during the holidays. What you want to do is you want to make sure that you do it far enough in advance so that people can take advantage of that holiday season. You don't want to do um, a holiday uh, holiday podcast, for example, uh, the middle of December because there's no time for anybody to take action. Um, so, so that's one of the things that you want to do is you want to plan around the calendar. The next thing that you want to do is you want to uh, brainstorm an episode list. So you want to do this for both your topics and your guests. Um, you want to use things like blog posts, um, questions from your customers or audience, um, hot topics in your industry, uh, and things along those natures to uh, generate your topics. You also want to put together a list of people that you want to interview. Um, you're going to have to schedule those interviews around their schedules. So the earlier that you get started with that, the easier it will be for you to actually plot out when you're going to have them on, on your show. Um, and then if, if you're having trouble uh, putting together a list of 50 episodes, for example, if if you're doing a weekly show, um, you might want to break it down into monthly topics and then have four uh, four episodes under each uh, each topic. And that's a great way to start planning your your year for your podcasts. You want to also organize your episode ideas. So, is there a journey that you want to take your audience on, and how do your topics relate to that journey? Um, when I started marketing that won't break the bank, that's what I wanted to do is I wanted to take my audience and you on a journey starting with the beginning as far as what marketing is, how to define your audience, how to come up with the content that you need and that sort of stuff and then build from there. So that's what that's what we've pretty much done on marketing that won't break the bank. The next thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that you commit to a schedule. So make sure that you include that time for researching your pro, uh, your topics and producing them. As I said, it takes about three to five or so hours for me to actually research a topic and put together my um, my episode each week. So you want to include that in in your um, schedule as you as you schedule it out. And you also need to be flexible. So uh, Murphy's Law always exists when you're in marketing and especially when you're doing things like recording um, sessions or Facebook Live or live anything. So uh, just make sure that you have planned for that and have a 
and know what to do if something happens. Uh, uh, a note on that is if you're recording a podcast and you make a mistake, um, don't stop the recording and go back and, and redo it. Just pause for a minute um, and then start up again. And that way, all, you, all you'll need to do is edit that portion out when you come to editing your, your podcast. And it'll be a whole lot easier than just having to go back and re-record everything. And then just some uh, uh, general podcasting tips. You want to be helpful. Um, you'll have difficulty attracting an audience if your uh, podcast is all about advertising your your business and, and promoting your business. We've talked about that before. Um, you want to make sure that you have a balance of good information and then promoting your business. Leave them wanting more. Of course, that's how you get them to listen to the next episode. And don't forget to ask for them to follow you and, and share the episodes with their friends and family and, and, and colleagues. And above all, be yourself. Uh, and on that note, it's time for our last break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up our discussion on podcasting for small businesses. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we've gone through an awful lot of information on, on how to help you start your 
uh, podcast. And I hope it's been useful. And we're going to finish up by giving you some uh, podcasting do's and don'ts. So uh, the first thing is I want you to be able uh, to publish your podcast on a consistent basis. And once you've established a loyal following, your listeners will expect to listen to your podcast fairly regularly. So there is a commitment on your part. And to keep them steadily interested, you really need to connect with them often. And that means either weekly or biweekly or seasons like we talked about earlier. You do want to use quality recording equipment. Uh, We talked about the fact that bare bones would be your computer and the built-in mic, um, or you could get a a microphone and a headset and some of the software that we've talked about. Um, So do uh, your quality is going to go up if you put a little bit of money into this. You do need to decide uh, on a time length for your show, and it may vary somewhat. You need to decide approximately how long you want your podcast. It may be 15 minutes. It may be 20 minutes. It may be an hour, but make sure that you um, prep your audience for that so that they expect that on a consistent basis. You do want to choose a focus for each podcast. Um, and Just like when you're writing a blog post or another article, you just can't start without a subject. Um, you need to decide on a top, topic for every broadcast, and otherwise you're going to go nowhere fast. So um, just use that time that you need to to plan out your podcasts um, in advance so that you know exactly what you're going to talk about each week. Um, I do recommend that you have guests every once in a while, if not always. Um, Some people are really good at talking on their own on a particular subject, but if you're not engaging, people are going to have a hard time uh, listening to you. So if you have guests, you ha- actually have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of or have that um, camaraderie going on online on so that people can hear it. Uh, you don't want to ramble on. If you're out of topic and you don't know what to say, stop. Um, you, your audience will know when you're rambling. So make sure that you're not rambling. And then the other thing too, especially if you're uh, interviewing somebody or you have a co-host, um, don't use inside jokes um, because it's casual conversation, but you're talking to an audience and that audience probably doesn't know anything about that inside joke. Um, it's almost like you're you're having a conversation with yourself then and um, you're you're going to lose your audience. You do want to make sure that you're editing um, your your podcast. We're all human um, and we're bound to make mistakes. So the beauty of recording a podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, is that you um, or your guest, if they have a coughing fit like I just had, or say something that you wish you hadn't, um, you can just simply cut that bit out using your editing software. And again, if that happens, what I would suggest is just leaving a little bit of dead space um, or, or pause a little bit in, in the recording so that you have a little bit of time to, or, or a little bit of space that you can actually edit it in your software. And you do want to make sure that you're posting uh, your podcast on iTunes. It's really important to get it up on iTunes because that's the one place that everybody seems to go um, for podcasting. And then uh, a lot of the podcast directories take their, um, their cue from iTunes. So those are my do's and don'ts for, 
for podcasting. I hope that this information has really uh, been beneficial to you. And um, I hope I've shared a little bit about uh, what's behind the scenes when we're doing our marketing that won't break the bank. Uh, I've really enjoyed doing this. And this is one of those things that I feel strongly about. If you don't like to write um, and you don't like to be seen online, like we were talking about last week with Facebook Live, um, podcasting is a great way to get around that because you can talk and you don't have to be seen and you can uh, give people those thoughts and ideas that you like to communicate but have a hard time writing about. I have a friend that um, really has a hard time writing and what she does is she actually records everything that she's, she's talking about or she wants to say, and then uh, we'll go and have that transcribed. And that's a really great way to, um, to go about producing uh, content for your blog or anything like that. And like I said, with podcasting, you can do the same thing, is you can take this podcast and turn it into multiple types of content that you can use throughout your social media, on your website, on your blog, and just to give your audience some other ways to consume what you've put together in your podcast. So we've made it. And I hope that you, you, you've you learned something from this. So if you have, let me know uh, how you're going to use this information by leaving me a comment on my Facebook page at 411marketingsolutions.com. Oh, no, actually Facebook, 411 Marketing Solutions. And if you have any questions about what we've gone over or if you have a couple of questions that you didn't have answered or that came up as a result of this podcast or or this episode, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. So now let's take a look at what's coming up for Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Um, If you've been around us for a little bit, uh, you know that I love to do marketing challenges for you to get you to move ahead in your marketing. And we've done an email challenge and now we're in the midst of our 30 days of blogging challenge. If you haven't signed up yet, you can still do that. And each day you'll get an email from me outlining a tip on how to uh, grow your blog and your blog audience and tips for content. Um, So some of the topics that we've already talked about are uh, brainstorming blog post ideas based on your categories, how to craft great blog titles, um, how to answer comments in new blog posts, how to format your um, blog posts to make them shine. And we're going to start talking about lead magnets and emailing and a lot of other things. So you can start that anytime you want um, just by going to sign up at 411marketingchallenge.com slash 30 days of blogging. And then once you sign up, you can also join our Facebook group, uh, which is 411 Marketing Challenges, where you'll be able to ask questions uh, about blogging. Um, You can probably also ask questions in there about email marketing if you're doing the email marketing challenge. Um, You can let us know uh, what you want to know about blogging, and I'll answer those questions and and that sort of stuff. Um, So next week, and this is really cool, I figured that since we're in the holiday season, we should do something about presence. Um, So what we're going to talk about next week is free or almost free tools for your social media kit with everything from 
um, plugins that you should be using on your WordPress site to uh, the tools that you should be using for your email marketing to how to make it easier for you to um, post to social media, where to get ideas for social media, um, and, and topics like that. So I'm really, really looking forward to that and giving you all that information. So if you have a question that you want answered, uh, please send me an email at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com or, as I say, connect with us on Facebook at 411 Marketing Solutions. And uh, if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, I'm always open to uh, talking to you about other topics and seeing what we can do to uh, bring that topic to, to our audience. And other than that, if uh, we are recording this on the day before Thanksgiving, so if you're listening live, happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 